Welcome to Crescent Norwegian, a podcast about the teen show sensation scam and all its parallel universes. Yes. yes. Yeah. I'm Gabby. I'm Liska. And today we're going to be talking about episode 308, which is called The Man of My Dreams. But before we get to that, I think there were like a couple of like scam updates that we wanted yeah, yeah, yeah. to mention. Uh, Julie Endem has done an AMA. I was really interested by the responses from uh-huh. the fandom. Some people are happy, some people are not. I think Julie just brings a lot of feelings sure. to people. Yeah, yeah. It's always so hard with, I think, with writers, like with J.K. Rowling continuing that, that's to what talk I was, about. That's what I was thinking, too. It's like, when it's something that we agree with, maybe we're kind of like, it's okay, she can keep talking. And then, but I do think, I do think that the story is the story. Yeah, it's like, like, it's like, fans want to know more like the question you were, that you told me was asked about like um are Isak and Evan still together yeah uh so they want to know more they want to know that in the mind of the creator, creator these things still exist but then at the same time if she gives an answer they don't like they're like fuck well I mean I've done that repeatedly. yeah oh yeah so I so I totally get it that's but why yeah. I stopped listening to JK Rowling <laughs> yeah but then I remember because I'm also the type of person like when you ask an author and they're like I don't know their story ended for me when the book ended. I get mad too. So I'm like, I'm somewhere in the middle. Like, yeah. I'm interested, but I also don't think that, like, whatever Julie says is what is true. But in this case, like, I am happy because she says that Sana and Yusuf are still together. And she said that Isak and Evan are still together. So I'll just take it. The one that was the most controversial was whether or not Bill date would ever date a woman. Oh. Which ultimately she said yes, but the way she phrased it was a bit problematic. Which when it comes to Bill date and women, that seems to be an ongoing. When it comes to like lesbians in general it seems to be a Julie problem but maybe maybe we leave that for another time yeah yeah uh but yeah just something to think about Uh um but she said yeah probably I mean I maybe I should look for the actual quote (laughs) instead of like misquoting her sure sure but also gave a reason for leaving Scam Austin, which was oh. better than all of our, like, she was unhappy, which I th- still think she was. Uh-huh. But the way that she phrased it made, I was like, okay, sure, I'll, b- I'll buy it. I'll buy it, girl. <laughs> which was essentially, she said that once she started working on rewrite writing season one for Austin, she realized she was not interested in remaking these stories. Like, she wanted them to be just the way that they were originally, and she didn't know how to make new stories out of them. I actually completely, completely believe and understand that. It's just such a, like, a soul endeavor to mm-hmm. create a complete story, and just so much goes into it. I mean, as an audience member, I love taking in a bunch yeah, of different exactly. ones. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's super fascinating. But yeah, as a creator, she found it really hard. Yeah. So... That's what she said. Okay. Do you like how I just paraphrase everything? I wish, I, I could just look it up, but I'm too lazy to do it, so. Listen, it's online. People can just look it up. So yeah, if Don't you, if you are us. interested, Julie did an AMA and she talks about scam related things. Uh, and then I don't think if I'd mentioned to you that there was an interview with Vilda uh, Ulrich. Is that how we say her name? She did a couple, an interview a couple of weeks ago. In it, they asked her about Julie, and she mentioned something about doing research with Julie for a show That's about right. women in their 20s. But then that got edited out of the interview. Oh. For whatever reason. So it was first posted with it, and then it was taken out. out it was yeah. redacted. That's so interesting. Yeah, so. So maybe she wasn't supposed to announce it yet I think something? so. Maybe something like that. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, and then other than that, I am currently behind on all adaptations. I mean, I've seen all of Scan Austin, which ended. Oh, that's what I wanted to tell you. Do you remember in Nora's season? She wakes up in the bed, and there's Maddie's in the bed with her, right? In, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. After yeah. her, um, her night of drinking with yeah, the sexual assault. So she wakes up, and William's brother's in the bed, and then Maddie's in the bed with her. And then so she eventually gets the story from Maddie about uh-huh. like what did or did not happen. So in here, when Grace wakes up, she doesn't see the person that's in the bed next to her. All she sees is a uh, green nail polish. This person is called Green Green Nail Polish Girl. And then eventually, Green Nail Polish Girl reaches out to her via Instagram. Okay. They, like, DM each other, and they're just talking back and forth, and it's kind of friendly. It's like, they're like a 10-minute clip of just them talking back and forth on, on the chat. Okay. And the person has a username that's a reference to... Isaac and Evan. Oh. It was like Trinity 2121, I think? Maybe. Uh-huh. So people were like, is this Evan? Like, there was all these theories. And then the big reveal was that Green Nail Polish Girl is not a girl. It's Tyler. Which one's Tyler? He's the gay best friend of Shay and Marlon. Like, the other... Oh, the, yeah. The yeah, new, yeah, yeah. The new character that was created. Yeah. But Grace doesn't know that it's him yet. Like, we know as an audience, because, like, the they actually chose to end the season with them sort of awkwardly talking to each other and Tyler being kind of sad and being like, just like, thank you, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, okay, bye. And then it ends with like, his nail polish as he's drinking very awkwardly so that we can see the stupid (laughs) nail polish. Wait, so... So then it started this whole thing about, well, is next season about... Tyler or so, Shay. I still think it's about Shay, but because it's kind of like the belt in season two, a little of, bit. I and mean, they clearly went through this whole like narrative reveal thing, and Tyler is more of an enigma. And the person that was chatting essentially was like, "Oh, I'm hooking up with this guy, but he has a girlfriend." So at that point, we thought that it was another girl, but now maybe it re- refers to Tyler. There's right, this whole right, 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 thing. Right. Maybe it'll just play like as like a background, like the story that we know as the. Evan Isak's story is like hinted at and then they're going to do something totally different with Shay? I don't know. I have no idea but then it became this whole debate. I still think it's Shay. I still think it would be dumb to make it Tyler especially when we love Shay so much. Right. But and yeah. Tyler is kind of, I mean they're all new characters but. Tyler is a completely new but character. But he's like, yeah. Yeah. I mean he has aspects of Isak but no, Shay's. Shay is Isak. That has been settled. Now I have to eat my words, then I will. But I know <laughs> Shay is Isak. I mean, I would be really upset if Shay wasn't the main character. Yeah. But then Shay also, at around that time, a couple weeks ago, she deleted all the pictures in her Instagram. And then it was revealed. I don't know how, because I got that in there pretty early. So I don't even know how I found out that she has a, a Finsta, fake Insta. So she has a private Instagram, which the username is Minute by Minute, another reference oh, to uh-huh. Isak and Evan. Yep. yep. Where she basically, sh- she the only person she's following from her real life is Tyler who already knows that she's gay and in it she posts a lot she says she's into girls and she even like videos about Megan sometimes about toxic people in your life that you love but should not <laughs> right, right, keep right. around and then somehow the show has made me ship girl Joe and boy Joe <laughs> like a lot <laughs> not right now boy Joe still it needs to is... figure his shit out right right right, right. but yeah so. maybe she'll get her maybe she'll be the first Chris, who gets her own... Oh, no. Spain Chris Spain, got Spain, her, has Spain. gotten her own. Yeah. We haven't really talked about Scam Austin this season at all. But, I mean, I feel like at some point we'll get to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The finale made me excited for the season in a way that, like, the rest of the season didn't, which mm. is probably not the best, but I was, like, suddenly, like, does anyone want to talk about Scam Austin? <laughs> no more Scam Austin, um, for sure. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm still behind on Italy. I somehow fell behind on Netherlands, but 
today's clip seems questionable, I'll report back. España ends on Saturday, but I haven't seen this week's clips, so, but I will definitely catch up. You said France, you're like, oh, no longer watching. I mean, I'll watch it soon. Things are getting slightly better. <laughs> I, the girls are like making up on Friday. I know. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. They don't deserve it. They don't deserve her. <laughs> I believe it. Um, okay, and that's pretty much all the updates in cool. the scam verse that I can think of. Now you've intrigued me about Scam Austin. But I definitely just still want to do Druk next. Yeah, oh yeah, Druk is next. For sure. Alright, so yes, let's go back to the actual episode. Like I said, it's called The Man of My Dreams. Cut to Saturday. Which, by the way, we do the first sort of thing that we get is some text messages from Eskil being like, Hello, is someone in your room? Is it Evan? <laughs> <laughs> can I come in and say hi? <laughs> No personal boundaries. None. <laughs> Obviously, he doesn't come in, so. Good right. Uh, okay, I guess him. he has some. He has some. <laughs> good, good for him. Good for him. But it, they're funny. That's so cute. Yeah. All right, so then we get our clip. It's the morning, and do you know what? I, or I realized, part of the reason I don't pay attention always to what time it is, is because they have the stupid European time, which is the 24-hour clock. So, like, I most don't know. Of the, most of the world would say, we have the stupid. That is true. 12-hour time. That is true. It's actually the world clock. Yes. <laughs> And we're the, like, stupid American boss. I know. No, it's but like, I'm not used to my, it. I, I, same. And my favorite thing is, like, people in Tumblr being like, why do you guys call it military time? Like, what is wrong with you? Right. It should be world time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because everything is military in America. <laughs> anyway, so it's just, like, numbers to me. Like, especially, like, I don't know. I just kind of, like, tune it out, I think. I, I'm a little bit that way, too, where, where I'm still sometimes have to be like, wait, what's 2121? For some reason, 21 is so hard for me to remember. <laughs> I don't know why. I always have to, like, do the math. Like, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. Okay, it's 9. <laughs> like, 18, I got it. It's 6. It's easy. Anyway, sorry. Totally no, no, not that's, important. That's totally funny because I thought it was just me who panicked that way. Okay, it's morning. Isak is waking up and he is alone in bed. Yeah. No one is there. He, he checks yeah. under the pillow. Well, okay, I also <laughs> laughed at first, but then I realized what he was doing. He was looking for a note. No, yeah. <laughs> Why are you doing this? <laughs> Full disclosure, oh. I was watching this very late at night, so I was also kind of tired, but I was like, Isak, why what are, are you, you doing? Why are you checking under the pillow? He's not under the pillow. <laughs> Evan is kind of like a tall person, Isak. Uh, I realized exactly how tall at the end of this episode when he's when he like meets the boys quad. Anyway, we'll, yeah, we'll get to that. He's, he's super, giant. He's super tall. Anyway, the look on Isak's face is very like, oh my god, here we go again. Yes. And uh, it's kind of heartbreaking it is so heartbreaking yeah. he's admit yeah it, it's so sad he's just kind of like oh okay well i yeah. guess that meant nothing yeah. that kind of uh, so then he opens the the door and then he's he hears oh his, I, I think first there's a text from his dad oh yeah about is. the christmas concert yeah. which isn't it's just a setup for no but yeah text from dad about basically dad is i bought tickets for a christmas concert next week you should take your mom yeah or we should. Like, he'll be there, too. Yeah. He just <laughs> ignores it. He's like, I got too much to deal with. He's like, I don't have time to deal with this yeah. shit. Anyway, so yeah, he kind of opens the door, and then he hears... Like, there's, like, laughter, maybe? Right. Like, muttering. Like, pe people are out there. So yeah. he sort of goes to investigate. He walks into the kitchen and walks into a scene, which is essentially... Evan is cooking eggs. Yeah. And then Nura and Eskil are just watching him with, like, pure like, love. Yeah. <laughs> like, something about Nura's face is, like, delight. Yeah, they are just, like, infatuated yes, is the exactly. only word I can yeah, think of. She's, like, twirling her hair <laughs> and just, like, oh, you sweet baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah, they're all, it's, like, a really funny scene. And through it all, Isak is just kind of 
standing there uh-huh. quietly. Basically, Evan showered in their in their shower, oh, so right. he's like, "Oh, you can have some of this." Yes. And Basically, like, SK was like, "I mean, you can use it. It's not mine, but you can use it." Like, yeah, it's like this whole <laughs> take whatever you want. Small talk. Um, yeah, yeah. Everyone's just really impressed with Evan yeah. overall yeah. and being very nice. And I think just happy to see. I, th- I I feel like from their point of view, like pieces are falling into place. Like they yeah. both have a fair amount of information. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so th- to them, this is like something that's who's going to help. I mean, like it or not help Isak, but like maybe now Isak's troubles are over. Like maybe this is a sign that mm-hmm. Isak's that he's gonna come out of. Yeah, his yeah. They're depression. they're very, they're definitely very welcoming as yeah. friends and as roommates and as people who care about Isak's uh, well being. Yeah, and then. Um, while this is sort of going on, like, Isak is, again, standing in the kitchen, and Evan sort of goes and gives him a quick kiss. Right. And Isak still looks, like, shell-shocked by the entire yeah, situation. totally. And just, like, what is going on? Am I dreaming still? Like, what's happening? He's, like, still processing whatever yeah. the hell this is. It's definitely, is. like, a lot of this episode, I mean, a lot of these, of the second half of the season is, like, I was co- gonna comment on it later, but, like, how much it's all about pushing Isak forward. Like, it's challenging him, but in ways that are forcing him to, to become better. Here, he, he gets kissed in front of his friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, his friends have met. Evan. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's sort of like like all his, like, the barriers that he has put up without realizing of saying, I can't do this, or I'm afraid to do this, mm-hmm. are, like, being forced to open, and he doesn't really have a choice in the matter. And anyway, that, anyway that's how, how I read that kiss. Yeah, anyway. I mean, he's, he's, he's not resisting, though. He's just kind of like, yeah. okay, it, it, things are happening. Yes, exactly. Uh, sort of. Nura, who can read a room, <laughs> comes up with an excuse that um, Eskil and her need to leave because they have to go to their yoga class. Right, it's like, just, like, the worst, like, made up, like, oh, yeah. on the moment, like, we need to do think and of something. And obviously it takes Eskil a beat to, to catch up to it, but right. he's like, yeah, 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 you know, we do yoga now. Yeah. In our bathrobes. Sure. <laughs> right. Bye. Water yoga. <laughs> uh, so they leave, um, so now it's Isak and Evan <clears throat> by themselves in the kitchen, and Isak still hasn't said a single word in this episode. That's true, yeah. And then he kind of, I really like this dialogue that comes up because I feel like he's kind of starting to stand up for himself Yes, I liked it too, but, so, so first the little, the first Sort of like Evan's still sort of trying to be cute and whatever, and he, Isak basically tells him that he thought he'd left. I was so proud of him yeah. because I agree with you. It's like him standing up for himself, and even though like he just had this like wonderful night with Evan, he he this is a conversation that they need to have. Yeah, which Evan kind of tries to brush off a little bit, like oh, but here I am, making yeah. breakfast, so nothing to worry about. But Isak sort of doubles down. And he's like, but you know, does Sonia know where you are? Right, like he needs to know what's going on. Which I think is, like, progress for him, not just in standing up for himself, but also, like, I feel like he's not, he's, like, most of the characters in the show at one point or another, he's a character who has, like, a hard time, like, having, dealing with things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he's trying in a mature way to deal with things. He's saying, like, we need to have a conversation. Exactly. This is Isaac saying, it's great that you showed up last night. Uh Uh-huh. But now we need to have a real talk and we need to set real boundaries and there needs to be, like, whatever happened before can't happen again. Like, I'm ready to, for this to be, like, a real thing with, and this requires a real conversation. Yes. Facts, uh, boundaries, (laughs) promises. Right, right, right. He's not sassy, but he's like, you know, Evan tries to be like, you know, I I broke up with her, fuck her, it doesn't matter. Right, he's very kind of dismissive, or or not dismissive of of Isak, but just like, like, matter of fact about it. And Evan, I mean, Isak then, like, goes a step further and being like, no, you need to clarify. Yeah, he's like, also, like, this is not the first time you've told me that. Like, whatever little history we have. There's a pattern. Like, there's a like, pattern here. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm not going to fall for that again. Right. And then Evan, 
uh, kind of like goes into this monologue about why he's done with her. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is like a really interesting monologue. I wrote down a couple of the lines. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, basically, the, th- the two that stood out to me is he says, Sometimes I feel like she knows me better than I know myself because mm-hmm. everything she says is true. And the other one I wrote down is, um, I feel she can't feel what I feel or what I think. And it's like the scene is, the, this dialogue is really interesting because I think if you know what's going to happen in the next, in this episode in the next couple, or ne- at least the next one, you read it one way. And if you don't know, which is how obviously Isak doesn't know what's going to happen, he's just kind of being like, Okay, so it's kind of like an odd thing. Everything well, I'm saying, yeah, and it, and it happens over and over this episode where we, yes. especially if you've seen it, which we have, you have like uh, something over Isaac, which is the knowledge of like what is behind uh, Evan's words. Like we know his history with Sandra, we know what's going on. Isaac is just kind of like trying to piece it together, but right. it's 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 a little baffling at all. It's still really interesting. And it doesn't necessarily have to relate all of it to his mental illness. Like, there is the fact that he was with Sonja for so long. Yeah. That there is, that this person can feel like a person that... Well, and she, it seems like she has been treating their relationship as if they're, like, a married 45-year-old couple with two kids and a mortgage. A little bit. You know what I mean? And Well, like, or I think... Like, in her mind, she's like, you're leaving a stable, long-term relationship to be with someone like that's why she sees it as a well and I think she sees herself as a caretaker first as in a girlfriend second which is not what you want in right, a relationship right 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 yeah. or like her role as girlfriend is as, as caretaker. a caretaker it's like weirdly yeah mixed up yes exactly and I think um which is why you know when people are like Evan season I'm like I can see where you would want more of an understanding of like the dynamics with his family because I think they also probably played a role and I'm sure and they might have inadvertently put some pressure on Sonia and right 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 whatever and like that kind of caretakeriness also it ex- kind of comes out very possessive yes like it's like she's like he's mine to take care of yes so back off like that's how that's the energy that she I, I, I can understand because I understand his character a little where what he is trying to get at. Um, yeah. But I think regardless of that, there is something tragic and beautiful about she can't feel what I feel. Yeah. Um, I think watching this scene, having like seen, like knowing what's happening with him, I was so struck by like just, I mean, I think I said this before. I mean, I've definitely said versions of this before. Just how amazingly constructed this season is where you could watch you could do this whole season from Evan's point of view yes in fact watching just this version you get so much of Evan's point of view I mean and not sorry you don't get his point of view but you understand where he's coming from without getting his point of view which is just like amazing and that the crux of his um conflict which is right this which is like I think even he when he says the line sometimes I feel like she knows me better than I think I than I know myself because everything she says is true it's it's really sad. Like I feel like from him, even his follow up line, she can't know what I feel. I don't know that he's one hundred percent sure of that because he he's he's been told in the last couple of years that he can't trust his mind, right? And like totally, what what is this divide between mind and heart? And right? Like, how does that work? What right. is what is him? What is his illness and whatever? Right. And for the last couple of years, Sonia sort of has been the person who's decided that a little bit, I think. Yeah, totally. So I, so I get, I get that he, I think he is more uncertain that yeah. he's willing to admit here. Yeah. And, and a little bit is him, she's not there, but a little bit when he says she can't feel what I feel is like, 
he's brushing up. He, he, he's like he's he's heartening himself. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes off almost defensive exactly. because he's like telling it to himself as much as yeah, exactly. Well, more to himself than to Isak because Isak has no idea. Isak has no about. context of what's yeah. going on, but he doesn't need to go like yeah, you're right. Like she she can't right because it does seem on the face of it like a fairly rational thing to say. Like yeah, no one else does exactly. I'm saying he's like yeah that. That makes sense, and he doesn't. He doesn't understand the whole history, but he knows that it's com- he knows that it's complicated. Yeah. Uh, so that's enough for him to be like, "Yeah, you're right." Like she, she doesn't. Yeah. And that seems to be enough for Isak at the moment to sort of let the Sonja question drop for this scene. At yeah. Least. Totally. Um, especially uh, when Evan basically like tells him that he's never felt the way that he feels for uh, Isak ever before, and Isak is yeah. like. Uh, I haven't either. Yeah. Uh, and it's really, it's so, it's, and this whole scene is so, I, it's a lot of people's favorite scene. Not mine. I have others. Uh-huh. But I can totally understand why. So much of it is just their faces. Yes, kissing, but also just a lot of, like, just, like, nose touching. Yeah. Uh, but there's just so much softness, intimacy. And, exactly. And Isaac looks so drunk on love. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is not a look that we've seen a lot on him. And the scene just, like, a couple of times in this episode, but this is one of those, the scene lets it take its time. Yes. Like, it's just sort of, like, letting them kiss and look in each other's eyes, and... And there's no purpose to it except... Except to bonding. let them... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It's it's amazing. And then Evan <laughs> kind of, like, puts on some music. I can't remember what his, like, motive is, just to sort of, like, get the mood up, lifted a little bit. And it's this, like pop star, I guess, Norwegian pop star Gabrielle. Yeah. And Isaac <laughs> continues to be the music snob that we know him to be. He is just appalled. And he says something like, it's like a hashtag. Hashtag, when you found the man of your dreams and it turns out he likes Gabrielle, which I tried to write it down as a hashtag. Uh-huh. And it's very long. I'm it's just a very long, it's like a Tumblr hashtag. Uh, yes. Oh yeah, it is like a Tumblr hashtag. You're right. It's more of a Tumblr He's a has- secret Tumblr head. And obviously, what does uh, Evan sort of like catch from that oh oh am i the uh, man am I? the am man I? Of, the man of your dreams <laughs> did, I, did i hear this right is that what you said did i did i catch that and yeah it's just again like a very sweet i mean it's not, not it's not just sweet it's like a wonderful moment between them yeah. just like being it's like being in a room with someone who you love and you're seeing them be in love and it's just like so gratifying is not in yes it kind of reminded me of um the conversation we had around Jonas's reaction to Isa coming out and how like as like the aspirational component of it and just like yeah sometimes you do just want to watch people be happy be happy and that's so that's when we talk about Druk that's sort of I think the Uh-oh. problem with season three at times where you're just like it's too yeah much. okay we're gonna get to the drama like we get to the drama in this episode yeah. but sometimes you just need like four minutes of like happiness yeah in fact like, i would say the more dramatic and bad things are gonna get the more good and happy you need yes. like like give look, me something look where isak is look where we are at the end at the right. start of this episode like he's like it's such happiness yeah. and joy and we're we're drunk on evan like he is in all the best ways yeah everything is finally turning out okay after all that hardship so then when it goes to shit it's 10 times more heartbreaking <laughs> right it's it's uh it's that's how that's how good writing should be anyway yeah so like basically Evan is teasing him and Isak's face it's again it's something so adorable and like heartwarming because he's like kind of like teasing him back a little bit um yeah but it's like he's like it's like he's getting comfortable his own skin. exactly he's allowing himself yeah this part that we haven't really ever yeah. seen and eventually he does like repeat like yeah yeah you're the man of my dreams 
Um, oh, God, yeah, and and oh my God, yeah, the way he says that is yes. it's magical because it's like kind of like a whisper, yes. whisper half it's to so, the side, yes, almost like um like like you feel him like coming through that reluctance but at the same time like it's not reluctance like he wants to say he, it. he so wants to it's, say it it's it's on par with the best romantic movie scenes mm-hmm. uh I, i'm not even i'm not talking about romantic and comedies ju- i mean yeah, like, yeah. like yeah and love it's story just, yeah or... and it's just like a kitchen and two boys wearing t-shirts yeah. and you don't need anything else yeah. and it's like just I, their expressive faces like i think can, are we gonna try to say his name as an actor right now, as a person? Tariai. 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 I can't say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it's that. I don't know. I'm being very bold. <laughs> but yeah, he's just so good. He's amazing. Yeah. Oh, we had a rare. We only see him like once a year in social media. Uh, he. We see him on May seventeenth, Constitution Day. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we saw him recently. He's. He's growing up so fast. Hard to talk about the scene because it's just like them sort of existing. And a couple. And a couple. And so like Evan's dancing around and he sings around. He sings the lyrics to the Gabrielle song to him. And it's just, yeah, it's just cute. And it's obviously, it's one of of the other iconic ones. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, I, I get a lot of joy and happiness out of watching their joy and happiness. Yeah. So yeah, we definitely end up in a blissful happy place yeah. um and then um isak is in biology class yes it's a, it's like another day it's tuesday. yeah another day yeah i think, I think it's tuesday uh yeah isak's studying and he gets a message from his father who's basically like why do you keep ignoring me and yeah. then we isak sort of like goes up to his text messages and we kind of get this uh, glance that he's his dad has been trying to reach him for like days but it, uh, it kind of was a little heartbreaking I mean not a little it was like very heartbreaking to me because they're very like messages like uh, just like clearly reaching out to him and trying to make some connection and getting no response yeah, so except like, to say I need money for the rent yes and I, I don't know it broke my heart a little bit um yeah but in Isex from Isex's point of view his dad broke his so he's like yeah, which is kind of what the, what the dad is saying to him. Like, I know you're angry at me, but, like, I hope one day you understand I couldn't help her. And But I think that's also, we don't know, but it's a setup to the contrast of, like, where Isaac's going to be by the end of the season. Like, Yeah, absolutely. But, yes. Um, and, and right now we're not thinking about that. We're more thinking about Isaac and his, his relationship with his dad, which is shitty. Yeah. Clearly. I do think it's kind of interesting that the dad is choosing to text him, which is, this is like a pretty intense emotional... Yeah, but first of all, Gen Z. Uh, yes. We don't, they don't believe in calling. Uh, yes. No, I understand that. Which is like, props the dad for understanding. And second of all, what makes you think that he would ever answer the phone to his dad? So this is the only way to get a message Completely. across. Completely. Oh yeah, he has them well trained. But I but I also think there's, Isaac as a character has a hard time expressing what he's feeling and like verbalizing it. Yes. And so the fact, that, like I wonder if somewhat that's not unusual in his family. Oh, I could totally see that. I mean, especially considering his dad like, to, you know, dealt with the, I mean, we, we get almost no information. We don't know what it was like in the family. Yeah. But like, one could imagine that he took a lot, took a lot, and then finally just was like, I'm Left. done. Yes. Um, and maybe if there had been more like, I don't know, expressing of oneself or like seeing a family counselor or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, we don't know. Uh, yeah, it but yes, I, I did that, that moment of sort of like I did feel bad for the dad for for yeah. this just like completely cutting off. Yeah, but also like I see where Isaac started at the beginning of the season. Um, yeah, and, and how and much I'm, of a shock it was 
to have like even last season even, la- even in season one season yeah one rather so we understand that like he's also dealing through a lot but you know that's i mean at some point you have to parent but it's i don't know how how do you parent when you're kid leaves your house right. yeah well but you when left, you've left exactly yeah. sorry when you've left because yeah. he left first like yeah, he totally. left and then like so he's lost like that yeah i just want them all to be happy yeah <laughs> he takes this um basically as a chance to say he texts his dad saying like back like saying yeah i'll go to the christmas thing but i'm gonna take my boyfriend evan and he clarifies that's a guy's name. Yeah, because... Oh, I think boyfriend is like a gender-neutral word. Oh, right. Yeah, the, the dad oh, like, yeah. texts back right away, and he's like, I don't know if you're kidding. Um, it's nice that you have a boyfriend, but you know your mother, and she gets very stressed very easily. So yeah. he, at, one, at the same time, kind of is just like very like, okay, that's fine, but at the same time, he's like, this is maybe not the right time. To tell which you Which is a fair... I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the dad has sort of emotionally cut off the mom or is underestimating the mom I don't know I know that she's I don't know because we don't know we we have we so know, yeah. we have so little to go off yeah that's that true that I go from sometimes sometimes I read his reaction as concern and sometimes I get I just get angry with him yeah and so yeah, I think yeah. last night I was more like angry with in him in the angry mode yeah. I mean there's an equally valid argument like you could say He's reading from Isak the like the, the the positive interpretation is he's reading from Isak that like I'm gonna bring Evan is a spiteful gesture rather than like a I need to come out to you and like we need to be back together as a family. That's so he's saying. I mean, he's, he's trying which, to head that off. Which I which I guess I can kind of concede to that a little bit because the way that how he decides to come out to his father versus is how very he spiteful de- versus how he decides to come out to his mother later in right. the episode are very very different. Right. And we can definitely get a sense of where Isak's feelings are towards right. that parent right right, now. right, right. I mean, and then on the other interpretation is, like, even if that is true, uh, there's a lot of different ways he could have... Yes. He could have... Because his reaction is weird. It's like, I don't know if you're joking, but uh, I mean, right. it's fine. But I'm like, is it? Like, right, right, right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Their emotions are running high. Emotions family. are running high. <laughs> and basically, <laughs> basically what Liska and I want is a one-stage play where you have the dad, the mom, <laughs> and Isak in a room, and everyone gets to explain to us what is everyone's deal. Yeah, I want, like, a... Who's the uh, long day's journey? Eugene O'Neill. Like, he's the one who had, like, all these family dramas where everyone yeah. just, like, talks and talks for hours. That's what I want. That's oh, what and I then, want. And then Isak's older sister, Leah. Oh, yeah. She can, like, make a surprise appearance <laughs> yeah. in the third act. Yes. <laughs> so, everyone. That's what I want. Because I, I just... I just want to understand everyone's feelings. I think sweet. No, wait, wait, country. Which one is what the fuck? I think Sweden. They the rights that they have to scum is as a play to remake it as a play. You're blowing my mind. I've never told you this. Yeah. No. So there's like a season three play. Wait, they have actually performed it on stage. Or they're going to, or they've performed other seasons. I can't remember. I should have better information about this, but I've definitely <laughs> seen like posters for season three. That is going to be opening soon. And I, Man, I bet it's in whatever language of origin, which makes me so sad, because otherwise I'd be like, feel like taking a trip. Well, the other part from the AMA was this tease that Julie does want to publish the scripts in other languages, but so far hasn't doesn't have, like, an English uh, deal. Start a petition. Start a petition. <laughs> That's literally what Twitter, like, that was a joke on Twitter. They were like, change.org. <laughs> I'm signing it. I want those books so bad. I'm willing to have the Norwegian version. I don't care. I just want them <laughs> on my bookshelf. 
I'm obsessed uh, with them. Even just like aesthetically, I'm obsessed yeah, so with pretty. them. So anyway, well, yeah, okay. What we're saying is that Isak has agreed to go to this thing with his parents, but he's saying that he's bringing his boyfriend, and his dad said, "Fine, but don't tell don't your mom." Don't do that. And to which he's about to text back, whatever, and then d- doesn't text anything. Back. Yeah, he's like decides to basically deal with how he deal with his father, which is ignoring. Yeah, ignoring. So then Sana joins, and, and then we have. A, a, an, another very beautiful uh-huh. Sana and Isak moment where Sana <laughs> does the thing that she rarely does where she apologizes. And not only apologizes, but admits she was wrong, which I think is almost even more painful. Yeah. I love Sana under any circumstance, but I think I love her especially when she's having to say, I was wrong. I was wrong. And what was she wrong about? Uh, uh, yeah, she makes a reference to like the conversation about evolution and homosexuality, and it's just like, have you read the article I sent you? I guess, I guess there have been a lot of advancements or strides in in research regarding evolution and homosexuality and like she doesn't go into detail about what the article said but like oh, yeah something about like basically homosexuality saying, like, it does sense. it does play a role in natural selection it's not like a yeah. dead end like, yeah there is a reason why evolution like you know exists blah 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 yeah or um, homosexuality exists. exactly and uh, uh and then he asks like he seems to he, he's definitely like touched by this yes. I think. but then i do love how he then Follows this up with, well, has there been any updates in regards to <laughs> Islam? Islam? Which is like a very nice, like, interesting way of putting it. Right? Yeah, really exactly. Well, but I, I think he also, last time he brought it up, he also. He was the one attacking. Exactly. So yeah, now, so he doesn't want to, like, attack again. But he does. He is. He wants to know. He is curious. He, because I, I think at this point, I think we can all acknowledge that. Sana's friendship does matter to him. Yeah. So. Well, and not just that, but I think it, like, relates, like, her religiosity relates to his mother's. mother's which, and, and so, she's clearly on his mind because his dad just texted yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. Being all, like, hang out with your mom. All the pieces are coming together, and she says, in, in, in kind of just one of the most remarkable deliveries, I think, basically, Islam says the same thing. It has always said that all men are created equal, that they all deserve respect. Everyone has the same worth. No no, per, no person should be judged. So, if you hear, anyone use religion as an argument for hatred, don't listen. Hate doesn't derive from religion. It comes from fear. I mean, I just want to talk religion with Sana at some I point. Know. Because I think it'd be really interesting. I feel like she's such a healthy understanding this, of this it. This is how I wish everyone would look at religion. Right. From yeah. both sides. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether you're an atheist or yes. someone who, who is religious. But it just speaks to me a lot on a lot of different levels. And I just really appreciate, I don't know, it's just basic human decency, man. And, yeah. Uh, I, I really just love the way that she exp- exp- explains it. Yeah, yeah, I feel like she obliterates like 20, yeah, almost 20 years of Islamophobia that we've been feed it, fed in this mm-hmm. country anyway. With, with just two sentences and lays it out so plainly and yet captures that complexity of religion is people interpret it and they can yes. interpret it and use it in a lot of different ways and, and you have yeah. to, it's up to you to do it in a way that is supportive of life and dignity of all people rather than not yeah <laughs> and it's just a choice that every person makes so I love that scene Okay. So many good scenes. In this so episode. many good scenes. Uh, but before we get to that, uh-huh. on Monday, this was the text message that made me look for the text messages. Evan says, "That thing you did in the shower this morning, though." Isaac says, "What about it?" And Evan says, "I can't concentrate. I'm in English class and I have a boner." <laughs> and Isaac says, "Meet me after school and I'll do it again." Evan says, "When are, when are you done?" Isaac says, "3:35 p.m." 
um, Evan says, then I'll wait for you at the at the coffee place that uh-huh. you're going to meet later. Uh, the man of my dreams, Isak says, haha, shut up, heart. When I read these text messages, I was like, whoa, this is like almost sexting on like <laughs> Norwegian national television. <laughs> yeah. So it made me really intrigued to see sort of like, what was I missing by non-reading uh-huh. the text messages? Uh-huh. <clears throat> Boy squad. Uh-huh. In the hallway. The guys are trying to convince Isak to cut his last class to go to pizza, and he's kind of, like, making excuses about uh, having to study and stuff. I, Wait, he has, he has one more class left. Yes, and I think, like, this scene, speaking of that thing of, like, how needing positive things, uh, this scene is one of those for me because he just looks so happy. And mm-hmm. it's just, like, one of the group, and they're making jokes, and they're teasing each other, and, and they're fine. doing, like, completely normal. It's, like, how we haven't seen him in... Probably since, like, episode, like... I don't know, three? Yeah. Like, of season one? Yeah, you know what I'm arguably saying? of season one. Yeah, this is, like, I, I think of, like, how... Because he, he does love to tease, like, yes. in, like, early episodes, but, like, we haven't really seen that. Yeah. It's a very short but joyful scene all around. And then Evan walks up. And, and it's the awkward, like, introducing your new boyfriend yeah. to your friends. He, oh, yeah, okay, hi, uh, nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. And, and, then, then, <laughs> and then this is my favorite Magnus scene. Yes, bless Magnus's heart, like... <laughs> because it basically takes him a beat longer to realize who Evan is. <laughs> And then he suddenly goes like, oh, you're Evan. That Evan. Hi. And then he continues to recap the entire Friday evening. So he's all like, you're the guy that we got kicked out of because of this and this. And Isak's kind of like trying to be like, stop talking about this. They were going to another party. It's (laughs) fine. Don't worry. You know, Magnus doesn't know when to shut up. But Evan sort of like, again, kind of awkwardly, but still cutely sort of like plays into it. He was like, well, it was... It was good that you guys weren't there, you know, uh-huh. or something like, I don't know, I can't remember the, the I can't joke. remember, yeah. The boy squad leaves for to get their pizza, so they all sort of say goodbye. But then before he leaves, oh, right. Magnus hugs Evan. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is the best. Uh-huh. And uh, I think we've talked about how every single scene we see Magnus and Evan after this, like, they hug at some point, or like... Oh, I didn't, I think we did talk about it, yes. Yeah, yes. and then we're kind of always on the lookout, and it's just, again, Magnus is so genuinely happy for his uh-huh. friend, and it's just... <laughs> Like he's he's yeah. Like if anyone else were doing it, it would border on the like yeah. it would border on overcompensating. But with Magnus, I don't think he's that. No, deep. it's I it's think sincere. he genuinely. It's sincere. Yeah. <laughs> and then before the scene ends, Isaac gets a call from Sonia. So Evan immediately takes the phone and hangs up. Yeah, or, um, and tells her just like never call. Yeah, never never call him. Yeah. And Isaac is confused by this entire interaction, and he's like like. What, what is going what, on? What is going on? What does she want? And he's all like, she just wants to control you. And he's like, I, again, do not understand. How can she control me? Like, yeah. And um, then Evan kind of walks away, making comment about how handsome he, he is. is. And and you can kind of almost see the red flags, like, yes, popping up yes. in Isak's brain. Like, what is going on? Yeah, like, he definitely has a sense that yeah. th- there's something off here. He's not that thrown off by, like, yeah, it's weird that son just calling, but he's not, like, you know, fuck her at this point. He's like, yeah. what does she I want? Mean, it's weird, and he wants to know what it's about, but instead of answering that question, Evan, Evan does, I think, sort of, like, makes it even weirder. And adds more questions to the yeah. whole thing that he doesn't want to think about too hard because he's like, hey, I, like, this is what I, I got my boyfriend, I got my hot boyfriend. Yeah. I'm not gonna... Th- I'm going to ignore right. those red flags right, right now. Right, right, right. And they, they're not, like, adding up to anything No, yet. exactly. He doesn't know what they're adding up yeah, to, which yeah. I think makes a whole difference. I think we know what they're adding yeah, up to. So we can read it in a way that is much more clearer to us. Yeah. Uh, for sure. So then it is... It is... Sorry to interrupt, but, like, in that sense of, like, us knowing what it's adding up to, like, it's, it's actually really poignantly sad to me how much 
Evan is denying or like trying to ignore this part of himself almost like he at some point decided I'm just not going to have this problem anymore I'm just yes. gonna live my life yeah and, and I think exist. yeah and I think that's something that we're gonna we, we have to discuss by the end because it, it is a choice for Evan to not tell him yeah um and sort of what that yeah means yeah and, yeah, and yeah. I think you're right I think he's sort of being like you know, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, because he doesn't want to answer that question for himself of, Mm -hmm. like, how much is my behavior and my feelings right now because of what I actually feel towards Isaac and how much is is it... Because he has his voice, Sonia's voice in his head telling him it's just your your mental state. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, he doesn't want to answer that question, so he just sort of is like, nope, not going to deal with it. So then it's Friday, and Isak is waiting for Evan at KB. That's what I call it in my notes. As Isak is waiting for Evan to show up, he texts his mom and decides to come out to her. Basically, he says, Mom, kind of like, I have something to tell you, I'm gay, and I know what it, that it, oh, in yeah. the Bible it says that that's a sin, but in the Bible it also says that everyone is equal and deserving of love. He kind of quotes, yeah, kind I, of references Yeah, he Sana. references Sana, yeah, he quotes um, and then he says the thing that like breaks my fucking heart. Where he apologizes. He's, I know he's like, I'm sorry if this makes you sad. I know it. it makes, I'm gonna cry right now. It that that and I think I think maybe that's why I'm so angry towards Isaac's dad because all I can see is how the hurt in the mom and the hurt in Isaac. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, you don't you don't deserve a relationship <laughs> with your son. With your son. Because Asshole. look because look at look at your broken boy and look at like he apologizes to his mom. And 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 even specifically like for hurting her. Mm-hmm. Like he's not apologizing for being gay. gay. Which I think is really good and interesting. Yeah. But like but like for making her sad and which means that he cares. Yes. And he he I, I don't know, it just uh She really is like about to cry right now. Yeah. Uh, it's distracting right now. So he he sends it. He kind of and I love how long the scene takes. Like you yes, just I, I you sit there and watch him type it all out, and it's a long message. Yeah, I just wrote quiet, and it's so funny because I think the last time that we mentioned like sort of like the sound design of an episode, uh-huh. it was like back in season two, and, yeah. and Nora's sort of like trauma. And uh-huh. this isn't that, but it's also just a, such a good use of I feel like silences, or I, maybe I just noticed it more this episode. Yeah, yeah. But they maybe, felt so weighted. Yes. I think maybe you hear, like, I can't quite remember, but I think maybe you hear some of the coffee shop sounds, and it's this very, like, muted thing, but it's a very close shot on his face, and just, like, just everything that he's feeling as he's sending this message out, and it's, I just want them, I just want this family, to, they can, they can be separated, that you need to, that's normal, that's fine, but I just want them to be okay with each other. Yeah. Uh, and with themselves. Yeah, and I think we can agree that at this point, in terms of when it comes to their family, none of them are. Yeah. Which is just yeah. another tra- tragic aspect. When we get the mom's answer text, which is not going to be in this episode, I am going to cry on mic, just so just to prepare everyone. Okay. <laughs> and then maybe we can talk more about family dynamics that we have known nothing about. <laughs> uh, uh, it's just... Uh, it's but, so... but part of it, I think it's interesting that we don't know as much, because I think that like gives a lot of room for us to fill in. I think a lot of room for, for us to fill in, and I think also this is a situation maybe not specific to the details of Isaacs that a lot of people live through and I think it does help us sort of like yeah because you can put a lot of your own yes exactly uh, connection to it it kind of reminds me this is just like a inside baseball thing but like it, at AFI, we like we in screenwriting were off, were taught often confusion is the enemy of drama yeah and yet the directors were being taught 
to always like have the audience be asking questions and it seemed to be this conflict and I still haven't in my creative professional life figured out completely how to explain that but it is this balance where you do have to provide you can't be, have audience be confused but at the same time you do need to allow a lot of room mm-hmm. um for audiences to fill in a lot of information and I think like part of what this storyline with the parents does so well is that it's so minimal yeah and that's why I feel many ways about it. I feel frustrated because I want to know more. Yeah. Um, but I also think that it's a very deliberate choice that yeah. works very well for this particular story that they're telling. Yes. You can like it or not, but it's a definite choice. Yes. And, and, and I admire that. So anyway, um, so just then, as he sends off that message and he puts down the phone. Then he gets another text message. And yeah, which of course you're like, oh my oh, god, did the mom, mom reply? But no, it's actually from Sonia again reaching out being yeah. like, hey, I need to talk to you when Evan's not around because yeah. It, yeah. She needs to have some sort of conversation. But before Isaac can even, like, sort of, like, really process this text message, there's a knock on the window, and he looks up, and it's Evan standing outside the coffee shop. Right. And he does a little, like, blow on the glass, draw a heart. If you see the... It's, it's one of the scenes that I always think about also now that I've seen the bloopers, because, like, it's, like, a couple times you sort of see them, like... Oh, like, you can see the outline of previous yeah. ones? No, it's just, like... I guess it was harder to make, the, I don't know, uh, than, than you think it would. <laughs> Probably to show up on camera. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So then obviously Isaac meets Evan outside. Now, am I crazy or does Evan kind of lean in to kiss him and Isaac avoids him a little bit? Yeah, definitely. And then I feel like Isaac sort of regrets it and tries right. to maybe, and then he's like, no, maybe I've made it worse somehow. But there is this awkwardness. Yeah. Um, and do you think it's related to the red flags he's kind of like the little like tension that he's or is it because it's in public and he's I not think comfortable? it's because it's in public okay. and he's okay. not comfortable I think it's just like yeah. the the fact that he is not still completely comfortable yeah. with like, his sexuality yeah like he's come so far in this episode alone yes. he has been like he has been outed in front of Eskild and Nora he Evan has met his friends um, he kissed in public. I mean, in front of friends, anyway. Yeah, he told he told his parents. He told his parents. He told yeah. his dad. Oh, and his mom. Duh. And his mom. Just well, now. His parents. Just now. Uh, and, and yet, and yet a moment when he steps outside, right. he's still like... Which I think is, like, perfect. Like, if he had, if he were fine with it, it would be too much. Yeah. There needs to be something it's, it's that he's still not... I mean, not... it's still a process he's yeah. dealing with. Yeah. So, yeah, but there is... No, that was, like, a deliberate, like, awkward, like, eh, hey, Yeah. Yeah, like, awkward half-hug. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so and Evan totally respects it, which I yes, think is yeah, cool. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Um, and then, basically, Isak's like, when I go over to my place, and Evan's like, no. I got a better idea. Let's go. I got us, like, a hotel suite. Right. Um, okay, cool. Uh, so which then, Evan is like, I mean, Isak is like, okay. Yeah, he's, again, this, like, I mean, he wants, he's like, okay, this is kind of a wonderful Yeah. It's so hard because he, like, wants to be swept up in the excitement of, like, and the euphoria of love, of living in the moment, of adventure, yeah. which are all the things that are sort of normal and healthy part of yeah. love. Yeah, so he's excited for it, but I think there is also this sort of, like, beat of, like, okay. This is uh, unusual, yeah. or, like, this is out of nowhere. Yes, and and I think you see that also then in the next scene where they're, when they're checking in into the hotel room. Uh, and the hotel 
clerk. I don't uh, know. The receptionist. Receptionist. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's like kind of being. He's being Evan in a lot of ways. He's yeah. very charming. And he's he's making incredibly sm- charming. Making small talk. She's Danish. He loves Danish people. Yeah. He's making conversation. Blah blah blah. And he's showing off his boyfriend. Right. And it's just like you can see. I. I you can see Isak is uncomfortable, and I think it's partly from being introduced as his boyfriend, of being out in public, of doing this odd thing, of suddenly showing up at a hotel. But there's also this bit of a thrill of, like, yeah, oh, he's calling me, like, he, beautiful. Completely. And, like, I'm being presented as a couple to this stranger. stranger. Like, yeah. it's, it's one thing when uh, when people who've known you for a long time, and you have to shift, percep- shift perceptions, perceptions, but now it's just, like, to this person, he is always just going to be... Isak, who is Evan's boyfriend. Like, yes. that's how she knows him. That's her whole oh. knowledge of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, so it's... it's, but, but I think also he's a little bit like, you're talking a lot. And, like, yes. it's yes, so Yes, it's, like, not, non-stop. Yeah. Like, Evan is not... It's Evan, but, like, non-stop. Yeah. I'm trying to remember... It's really hard for me to picture it watching it for the first time. Uh-huh. Because I really did not know. Um, I had I didn't know, yeah. yeah. I was like, this is weird, but this guy has and, been and, weird, so. But, yeah, but exactly. And that's part of it. It's like... This feels like Evan, but also we all acknowledge that this is a little bit off, right? Yeah, yeah. So they go into the elevator, and this is, I think, the last, I mean, not the last moment, but it's just a moment of pure, it's just pretty. Yes. Yeah, um, we get a lot of shots of, like, Oslo, which, in ways, we haven't seen it yet. I believe when Julie was writing this season, she came up with sort of this scene as she was writing the elevator. Maybe in this particular elevator, she was like, oh, they're going to rent a hotel suite. That's great. Uh, and then I love yeah. that. That's great to know. So I don't know if that, that's why that the elevator it gave her her like fin- climax. Exactly, yeah. climax for the season, really. True. Yeah. So now we're in the bedroom, and this is like a very complicated kind of edited. Sequence. And yeah, and I'm. I feel like there's three kind of distinct elements to it, which we can talk to, talk through. So like the first one is so, they're making love in bed. Yes. And it's sort of in that scam shot in that scam style of mm-hmm. naturalistic, soft, um, loving. It never feels. Sometimes in the other, I thought about this, in the other versions, I sometimes feel like, oh, they're going for, like, the sexy teen thing. Yes, a little bit. And I never felt that way I think that's, with this scene. That's, that's a lot of the criticisms of no one fucking, like, sent me hate. France and Italia sometimes, but particularly France. Yeah, I haven't seen France, but Italia definitely. Uh, but both of them. Whereas I agree with you, this is so, I don't know, it's like, yeah. these are kids I, and i'm not criticizing the entire thing like i enjoy it but it's they, a different type of yeah. thing exactly that's i guess that's what i want to say i'm not criticizing it i'm just pointing, pointing it, out. it out yeah it is different it's a little bit more like i don't know i don't know how to define that but in this case it's more about like an intimate moment between two people yeah and we get the one sentence that's like actually a prelap from a future thing, but it's how many Evans and Isaacs are, are in in the parallel universe. In the parallel universe, in right, now, right now, right now, yeah. And so we get that like sort of in the off, like no one actually says it in the scene. And so, then eventually we come back to yes. it. So do you want to sort of discuss that conversation? Yeah. So eventually. Well, I think we can do it in order. Like, the next thing we see is um, yeah, them so, having... So them eating. eating. They're having their burger and their champagnes. 
Right. They've ordered room service. They're going all out. I mean, which is like, I mean, if you're gonna get a hotel room, you're gonna you're get you're gonna, gonna, gonna go, get room service, and like, you're gonna get a penthouse. You're yes, gonna, <laughs> which yeah. is what it seems like they're in. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't. I honestly keep don't. Like, I don't want to think about how much money Evan. I, that's spent. what I keep like. I was like freaking out. How are they gonna pay for this? I kind of get the impression that he ha- he comes from money, so it'll be. It'll I mean, okay. I kind of get the impression that yeah, he's fucking up his parents' finances. Yes, and, and this is where Evan sort of brings up like, oh, we're gonna like be sell. <laughs> we should sell like mini burgers. We're gonna have mini burgers at our wedding. Yes, he's very definitive about the fact that they're gonna get married. Tweety Stick is like, okay. And he sort of continues with this sort of like intense conversation. Yeah. Um, okay. And I think this is where I get my first like huge red flag. I mean, the one where I'm like, oh, I see where they're going, even though I didn't know where they were going, is that his like, his are kind of disorganized. Yes, they are. Like, and, he's and jumping from thing to thing, and you're kind of like, what is he, t-? and even Isak is like, what is he yeah, talking and, about? Yeah, and you see in Isak's face, again, fantastic acting, fire, beautiful. Tadiai? Tadiai? I don't know. One day I'm going to meet him, and be like, just tell me your name, just record it for me. Then he kind of like, he continues to write the script of how this scene is going to Yes, that's such a good, yes, that's exactly what he's doing. How this scene is going to play out, like down to like, and then I'll say, and then you'll say. Yeah. And there's a couple of things he says, but the most important is what happens after I've saved you, Evan is supposed to say to Isak. Uh-huh. And then Isak responds with, I'll save you right back. Right. Which... Which in a lot of ways we don't know, but thematically is a little bit of what... It is what has hap- what has already happened in the season and is going well, to happen. will continue to yeah, happen. in the last uh, two episodes. So in the middle of sort of like Evan's like long... I don't want to call them ramblings because they're not quite ramblings. They're they're a little bit more organized than that, but they're still just disjointed. Yeah. Uh, he he sort of puts a little bit of the thesis of the right. evac and what people see in it. Right. 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 Um, and then I think that's sort of that bit. Yes. And then the third bit is when they are in bed, sort of like staring at yeah. each other. It's kind of the continuation of the lovemaking. Yes. But they are and it's, talking. And, and it's sort of cut throughout the scene. Yes. A little, at, at first it's just them looking at each other or, or like touching each other's faces and then eventually we sort of get. Yeah. It's, it's gorgeously done. Like, yes. It's so perfect. pretty. The, in this conversation, this is a more serious conversation. Yes. It's not high like the other one no. is. It's the continuation of the different, of the Parallel Universe's conversation. Mm-hmm. Basically, we hear the question again, like uh-huh. how many uh, Isaacs and everyone are in, li- in a hotel room like, like this, this right, right now. now. Something like that. And yeah. he says, infinite. And then, I don't think it's immediately after. I think we get it cut a little later. But then, uh, the only way to have something for infinite times is to lose it. Right. And I was like, heaven does not know the definition of pillow talk. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, that is a real downer. And, and also, um, and Isaac immediately is like, whoa, that's a real downer. Yeah. But in his own way, which is like, don't say things like that. Right. And it's not just like not knowing. It's also like, man, that's intense. Yes. Like, but, but yeah, but again, this is, but then even if you think back to their uh, first like sort of like pillow conversation, cuddling, like back yeah, a couple it weeks had, ago, there are shades of that in there. Yeah, totally. This like just a lot of emotion, but specifically a lot of, um, Pathos. Yes. So that kind of is the last beat of this intercut sequence. Yes. And it ends with a cut to black. Yeah. And I think and I think it ends with Evan right before that being like, oh, I was only joking. It was like, only joking. Like, and very of, much like this question of like, but were you? Yeah. I was like, I don't, like I don't think so. And he kind of touches Isak's face. And then it cuts to black. And it's a long black pause, if I remember. Like, it goes for a while. And then it cuts 
back to Isak um, sleeping in bed, and uh-huh. we, he's he's in bed with himself. We can tell that much, and we can hear Evan in the background. You can kind of see him blurring a little in the bit, background. Yeah. He's in the shower. He gets out of the shower. And Isak can hear it, too. Uh-huh. We can tell. Um, and then I think... And it, then it cuts to black again. And it cuts to black several times, and these are long pauses, mm-hmm. and just, like, building so much tension. Like, it's almost like horror movie yes, level. Yes, and I think... I too, the first time that I was watching it, I think I think you said like there's a moment where you were like, oh my god, I, I, I get where they're going. Uh-huh. And I think to me, maybe that was me this is too late in the game, <laughs> but this is when I was like, Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I I know what is happening. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Even if poor Isaac still doesn't. I mean, I think you're even when you know you're still kinda like, wait, really? Like is this you're still trying to play catch yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Which, which really, and it doesn't make the tension any less. No. A couple times it cuts to black and cuts back to and, and Evan Is- kind of restless in the room. And and Isaac being sort of like um, Come to bed. Yeah, why won't you sleep? Yeah. Like, um and then Evan calling him like hot or beautiful or uh-huh. whatever. How he loves, he yeah. makes another reference to how beautiful he is. And then he says, like, I'm just going to get some food from McDonald's. And Isaac kind of looks up just as Evan walks out the door, but naked. naked. And Isaac is like, what? The that, that's <laughs> the moment where he sort of was like, what, what the hell is going on? Yeah. So he gets up, he throws on this, like, uh, duvet or whatever around himself. He's, like, he's calling for him. He looks out the door. He's gone. Uh, he goes back in, he puts on his own clothes, he picks up Evan's clothes, like, he's carrying them the entire time. Oh, I didn't enti- even notice that. He's carrying them the entire time. Oh my god, oh my god! The entire time that it's he's walking cry. around the city, he's holding Evan's clothes in his hands. Because, like, he's gonna need these. Uh, he's gonna need these, yeah. Oh my god, I didn't even like, notice. Like, he still doesn't under- quite understand what's going on, but there is something about, I think, maybe growing up with a parent with uh, mental illness, that there is True. this sort of, there's something about how calm he is that first moment where... He goes back in, and he puts on his own clothes, yeah. and then he gathers Evan's clothes that, I don't know, it's... He's not completely panicking, he is sort of not yet. Like, not I yet. need to deal with this. Exactly. So that first moment of dealing is, is just very interesting. I don't yeah. I don't know any what I'm trying yeah, to say yeah. with that, just interesting. Yeah, he goes down to the lobby, and kind of in almost humorous, almost humorous, that people are standing on the lobby, kind of like shell-shocked, and he's like, where did he go? And they just point out the door. <laughs> like, clearly they were, they were just like standing there talking about what they just saw, because they couldn't believe it either. He runs out in the street. He's running around looking for him, over carrying clothes. clothes. Yep. Um, it's cold. It's nighttime. It's dangerous. He's freaking out. So he does the only thing he can think of to do right now is he calls Sanja. Yeah. And basically is explains, I don't know what's going on. He's naked. He's running. Like, can Find you... where the n- nearest McDonald's is. is. Like, please help me. Like, yeah. But then it kind of cuts to, I guess a little bit later, he, he, Sonia comes out of a car, he, they meet up. And Sonia tells him that the police have found Evan. Yeah, he's safe, at least for now. And then, I just, I have a lot of trouble with this scene. Yes. So, um, he's so, like, what's going on? So, this is when Sonia finally tells him, he's manic. That's what's going on. Do you really think that he loves you? He doesn't love you. This is just a sick idea. Just like last year, he learned the Quran. Yeah. So, stay away from him. Yeah. And that's it. That's, and that's, that's it. it. She just walks away or gets back in the car. And basically we're left with Isak's completely stunned, kind of tearful, just yeah. mouth open kind of and I uh, know expression. I should be sympathetic to Sonja, but I just hate her so much in this scene. She's quite hateful. I in hate this scene. her so much in this scene. It's it's all the worst 
attributes of her, like all the worst expressions of her are in this scene. It's that possessiveness, it's the paternalistic attitude towards Evan where she presumes to know what he thinks or feels. Yeah, the dismissal, the denigration, like it's just, it's just the worst. It's, and I kind of, like, the most empathy I can extend her is that, you know, she's worried about him, like, he just w- was picked up by the police naked. Oh, and he also says, don't smoke. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, he, he's, also he, not he smoke. To, he's also not supposed to smoke. Marijuana, presumably, because it makes it worse. She it, blames Blaming, me. there's so much blaming. Yes. Like, what's happening between the lines here is... I blame you, I blame you, I blame you. Yeah, he is for in coming the, in his life, yeah. for giving him weed, for... He is in... He, which this didn't has, even happen, yeah. by the way. He, he, yeah. He is here right now. Like, this moment has happened because of you. Yeah. Like, she doesn't have to say it like that, but, I mean, she kind of does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so I, I and, and then also like in the mix with all that is the fact that she was just broken up with, and yes, so it's this, I like, know, and and so I like I know that that layer exists, and I get it. Well, even if like you can say she's speaking from a place of anger, which she is, and like rejection. Um, so, but she's so she because of the complicated nature of her relationship with Evan, sh- her rejection is just like I reject the notion that he could love anyone else. Yes, that's awful. Um, yeah. I mean, I think he's right. Or, like, that, like, and then when you look back, like, Evan is right. She really does presume that she's the only one who gets to love him and yeah. to understand yeah. who who he loves. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, you know, again, this is, like, extrapolating, getting into, like, other things. I think she will have similar issues to this in other relationships because only some amount of that is comes from... Um, the nature of the relationship. Mm-hmm. I, I think it has to be the nature of the relationship combined with I mean, her ingrained personality and I, or part of uh, her personality. And I also think this is a relationship that has shaped her and I think will leave, yes. like, a lot of... Yes. For the worst, maybe for the better. Totally. Like, yeah. Like, totally. She was very young when they... Like, yeah. And that's a lot to ask for her from her, yeah, too. she's her high school sweetheart. Yeah. Like, they're all very young. <laughs> yes, but... She's so mean, but I can't. I, I find it so hard. She's yeah. so. It's she's so harsh, um, that it just it breaks my heart and yeah. it makes me. It makes it hard for me to be the bigger person and to, yeah. To I mean, so I'm glad we broke down like from, from this perspective, from this right, perspective. Right, right. But it's just like it's brutal. Yeah, and I mean, you're allowed to be just mad at her. Uh, which <laughs> I think. Makes I mean, sense. I I also like. I think I've mentioned this before. I enjoy any fan fiction that is like, I'm gonna write like a one shot character piece on Sanja. I'll be like, yes, I right. will read that. Super interesting. Uh, but within the context of this scene, she's she's the villain of the yeah. story. I mean, to to <laughs> say it as yes, she is the villain. That's a really good point. Uh, as Sasha said. When we when he when he watched it at one point, he's like, "I'm just going where the narrative is telling exactly. me to go." Exactly, <laughs> and the narrative is telling me that her words are bad. bad. <laughs> yes, yeah, and Big that time. Isaac does not know what to do with yeah. them. At the end of the day, he we're seeing things through his, through his point of view, and he's devastated. He's and he he was and confused, and terrified, and terrified and confused, shocked and devastated. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all at the same time. Like, everything that he has been through, and this woman is telling him, actually, he doesn't love you, it's his mental illness. Yes. Which is the worst fucking thing. how fucking harsh that is. That's awful. The worst fucking thing you can say. (sighs) Um, Okay, and even though this is for the next episode, Uh I'm gonna mention it because I think it's really important, because the person that, yeah, Isaac immediately attacks, 
it's not his mom, it's not his dad, it's not Yuna's, it's Eskil. Oh. And he says, are you home? And Eskil says, no, I'm out having a beer. And Isak says, and he says, what's up? Isak says, everything has come, has gone to hell. Uh-huh. And Isak says, where are you? Uh, Eskil says, where are you? Isak says, on my way home. Eskil says, I'll be right there. Oh. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I love Eskil so much. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so that's that's. Kind I don't know of... if I've ever loved like a secondary character as much as I love him. <laughs> like like not a main. Not a main. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I was pretty intense in my Veronica Mars like days. Like I loved like every single fucking secondary character. That's I was, true. Like, I even was... Lamb. Yeah. Towards the end was pretty amazing. Yeah, I loved everyone so much. Uh-huh. So, but I think that's the last time where I was like, I was just like everyone here is fascinating, even though it's not their story. Yeah, like, like they all have like. Lives, personalities, stories of yes. their own that could be told. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to sort of leave you with that. And I, yeah, my crazy. the end of my notes were just sad, sad, sad. Three <laughs> times. Rule of three. Yeah. Uh, sad. Um, That's basically what this episode so, is. The rule of three. Sad, sad, sad. Yeah. So we end with total heartbreak, and we've learned about Evan and his um, mental illness, but we don't really know what that means yet. That's yeah, we don't gonna, even know what it is. We don't even know what it is. Really? So yeah. that's gonna come later. Yeah. Not from Sonia. What a cliffhanger. Yeah. Alright, we talked kind of a bit. <laughs> we'll try to edit it down, but... <laughs> well, um, hopefully you got something of this. Hopefully it made sense. There were, we had to take some awkward um, pauses. Yeah. And honestly... Uh, if anyone wants to share anything of their own experiences in their own lives or even respond, like, how you responded yeah. to that. Because I know this is a clip that, like, one of the clips that matters to people a lot. Um, and, I uh, and yeah, I think we'll talk more in detail about sort of how Scam deals with Evan's mental illness, what they do great, what they could have done better, and all of that. But yeah. it doesn't feel like the episode right now, so yes. just um, more on that. All right, uh, thank you for listening. Yeah, Twitter, Tumblr, find us. Cries, uh, just Google Cries Norwegian, <laughs> I assume. I mean, it's also in the show notes, but it's like at, at Cries Norwegian is the Twitter. Uh, Cries in Norwegian at Gmail is the Gmail. Um, Tumblr is Cries in Norwegian podcast, <laughs> I think. We're going to go with that. Uh-huh. Uh, and yeah, so just follow us. Uh, I love hearing from people. I yeah. saw, we had a couple of messages on Tumblr the other day, so that was cool. Oh, fun. And yeah, so just uh, let us know what you think. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Oh, and rate and review. Yes. Okay, okay. now bye for real. Bye.